0: Praise the Lord. Uh, Let us pray. Jehovah Almighty, we thank you again for this night. We thank you for this great testimony of this family. Because your word said, when the word says there is a casting down, your word says there shall be a lifting up for your children. And you have demonstrated your word again and again. When there seems that there is no way, You have created a way for your children. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. As this family testified to your greatness in their life, may testimonies never dry up in their family, in the name of Jesus. As many ears that have heard this testimony this night, your testimony shall come in the name of Jesus. As many of us that are looking onto this kind of testimony, By the virtue of our presence this night, that we have heard with our ears, we shall be a partaker of such testimonies in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jehovah Almighty. In Jesus' name we pray. His name is Yahweh. His name is Yahweh. He's a miracle walking God. His name is Your name is Your name is Yahweh Your Miracle Walking God. Your name is Miracle walking. life in Jesus' name. Please be seated. I don't know whether you know, tonight is a special night because today is the 31st day of August. The crossover day, night to that part of the year that we call the ember months, which is the critical part of the every year. The ember months are full with their own travesties because it is the later part of the year where things happen. And by chance, by the divine grace of God, you have decided to spend that crossover night in the presence of God. You have decided to be in the presence of God when we cross over to that part of the year that we call the Ember Month. And I believe that this night, we shall all meet with the testimonies that we've been looking for in the name of Jesus. Amen. I don't know whether you know about football. There's something we call the critical part of football, towards the end. If you have been watching football, when, you, when a team, when they get towards the end, two things could be, you could either, a team could get to that end part of the game, winning, or they could get to the end part of the game, losing. The status of the team, at the critical part of the game, determines the way they play. Whether a team is winning, or a team is losing. And if a team coach decides to make a mistake, if they make a mistake at that critical part of the game, it could be fatal to the team. I will quickly remind you of a game Nigeria played once against Brazil, somewhere in Durban. Nigeria was losing that match, one goal to four. Brazil was winning four goals to one. About 15 minutes to go. The part of the game. Towards the end of the game, the two coaches decided to make decisions that we either make or mar the game. The winning team decided to relax. The winning team, the Brazil team, decided to withdraw their critical strikers. They called out Bebeto and brought in a defender. They called in a major def- midfielder and brought in another defender because they thought they were winning. They were very relaxed. And the Nigerian team came back. They brought in their canoes. They brought in all the strikers they thought they had because they knew they were entering the critical part of the game. And lo and behold, in 15 minutes, the game turned around. And Nigeria won that match. Why? Because the winning team at the critical part of the game decided to relax, and the losing team decided not to give up. We are entering the ember part of 2017. We have to decide how we enter this night. By the grace of God, I know that the Bread of Life Fellowship is a winning team. Yeah. It is a winning church. Yeah. How do I know? In my home cell fellowship on Friday, Just this Friday that passed, we decided to meet for one hour just to pray. We spent almost 50 minutes counting testimonies. Testimonies from one member to the other. We did not know when we spend two hours in that fellowship because testimonies abound. How do I know that we are winning in this church? Take a look around the whole church. Take a look around the whole church on some Friday. And you will discover that according to the word of God, that says when we count ourselves, none of us shall be missing. And as of today, I have checked around. We have gone on our vacations. We have come back. People have traveled far and near. We are all back. None of us is missing. Are we not winning? This is a winning church. And then the word of God came that says in Jeremiah 23 verse 4, When God says, I will set shepherds over them who will care for them, and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, neither shall any be missing, declared the Lord. That proves that our God in TBULF has granted us that victory because we are winning here. But peradventure there is anyone amongst us that is still in fear. Peradventure, there is anyone amongst us that is still dismayed that even in this winning body of Christ, you are still nurturing that fear in you. Fear over your children. Fear over the family. Fear over your job. Fear over your health. Be not be afraid. It is normal. Because if it is not normal, the word of God wouldn't have come to his children that says, fear not again. Because God knows there is fear. And you know what? Fear is a weapon of war. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So the Bible recognizes that we are at war. And in war, fear is a weapon. So if you are here this night, with that fear in you, what will my children become? Who is looking after my children in the U.S.? What are they doing now? They are sacking everybody around you. You have been looking for job for the past year. And that fear keeps coming. Tonight, we shall tackle it face on. Because the word of God is clear on what we should do. And this night, we shall do it. We shall pray. And the fear shall go. But before we pray, I would like us to agree on some things together so that when we are praying, we're all praying together in understanding and in agreement so that we, all, we won't pray amiss, so that we will not have people with double mind when they are praying. One thing I would like us to agree on is the church is winning. The church will win because the church is destined to win. There is no concession about that. There is no question whether the church of God will win. So there is no question whether this church will stand, whether this church as a body of Christ will win. The question is whether you will partake in that victory. Get it again. The church will win. The church will remain victorious. The question is, will you partake in that victory? If you remember... In Genesis 19, 18 and 19, God did everything possible to settle Abraham and Lot. As a matter of fact, God was granting every request of Abraham. He says, if there are only ten men, use you spear Sodom? And God still said yes. God was doing everything possible to grant victory to Lot. To the extent that the angels were holding Lot by hand and saying, run to the hill and you'll be saved. And even Lot still said, I'm I'm not even sure I can make it to the hill. Can I make it to the nearest village? Will you still spare that village? And the angel of God said, yes, just make it there, you'll be saved. In other words, God was ready to grant victory to Abraham and Lot. But despite that assurance, Lot's wife did not partake of that victory. In other words, the church is destined to be saved. The victory of God is certain. What we can question is whether you want to partake of that victory. And one way to partake of that victory is to pray. So tonight, we are going to pray to be a partaker of the victory that is granted unto the church in the name of Jesus. The second thing we need to agree upon, that because we are afraid, Because you are dismayed. Because we have that doubt in us. It's not a new thing. You can be afraid for your health. You have reports from doctors that are facing you the face and they are showing you all the facts why you, you just can't survive this. You have all the symptoms. You have all the problems facing you. You have problems from children. Children are already going wayward. You have the... You have that fear in you. It is not new. It is not a sin to be afraid. It is not not new even in the Bible to have Christians, believers, been afraid. But the question is, are you ready to engage in that warfare against this weapon of the enemy called fear? Tonight, we need to engage that weapon of warfare, which is prayer. So that by the time we are living here this night, every fear will disappear in the name of Jesus. Remember the the testimony of our sister here on Friday. She said before she wrote her exams, she had fears all over. You see, from every angle fears will come. But when you deliver yourself to the hand of our Almighty God, when you put all your trust in him, when you do as he says, those fears become what they are, mirage. They all go from where they come. Because fear is a weapon of war. And until you recognize that it is a weapon being used by the enemy and tackle it head front, you will not deliver yourself from that fear. And tonight we are going to fight a battle against that fear of our family, over everything we hold dear unto us, that every fear we nurture upon our children will disappear this night in the name of Jesus. The third thing that I want us to agree upon so that we know that we need to pray is that that fear, that doubt that you are having cannot stop the work of God. It cannot. A victory of God is certain. How do I know? When God parted the Red Sea, he did not need the comfort, or the assurance of the Israelites. As a matter of fact, he did not even need anything from Moses. All he said was, raise your hand and stretch the staff. That is all. In other words, when God is going to move mightily, when God is going to do something heavy, when God is going to do something mighty in your life, he only requests you to do very small things. And what he asks us to do is not proportional to the price of the miracle he's going to give unto us. Because over history, in the whole part of the Bible, our God has done mighty miracles without us doing anything. He only requests from us a token. Last year, he requested this church to be in the form of evangelism. Go ye and preach the gospel. And last year, we saw the mighty hand of God in this church. This year, He has only requested us to do what? To pray. How do I know? Again, if you remember that in the book of Joshua, when God was going to bring down the wall of Jericho, the only thing he requested Joshua to do was just to march. March round and shout, and the wall of Jericho came down. You see, our God performs wonders without requesting too much from you. He only asks you to pray. Remember what Pastor Sean said here on this altar? It is not your job to question whether he's going to answer the prayers. Your assignment, our assignment, is to pray. And to have the utmost belief that as we pray, he's going to answer us this night in the name of Jesus. So tonight we are going to pray specifically for our family. In this understanding... I don't know whether you have your list of prayer requests for 2017, but I have mine. And I'll tell you something. I have gone through them again and again. And virtually every week, I have to be adding more because they've been answered. I keep on seeing that every time I look at the list, I have to add more because everything on the list is answered. Why? Because our God is a prayer answering God. Our God answers our prayer without requesting too much from us. Whatever you have on your list today, I don't know whether you have been limiting God on your request. I don't know whether you have been limiting God on what you think God can do for you and your family. You think some cases are too much for God to do. You think some cases are too hopeless for God to do. This night, get the understanding. Your fear, your doubt cannot stop the work of God. The miracle of God is certain. And tonight, the only thing is requesting from us is that we are going to stand up on our feet and we are going to pray. We all believe that our God will answer our prayer because the God that answered by fire is our God. The God that answered by fire. Let Him be my God. The God that answered by fire. Let him be our God, the God that answered by fire. Let him be my God, the God that answered by fire. Let him. We are going to open to the book of Psalm 91. That's the beginning of our prayer this night. Because the first set of our prayer will be on our family. And when you go through the book of Psalm 91, you will see the totality of prayer of God. That as a church, we have seen him move among us. Tonight, we want to deliver that family. That's your fear. That family that has been giving you concern. That family that has, you think things are going wrong. Tonight, let us deliver that family into the hand of God. Because in Psalm 91, verse 1 to 3, we are going to read together. Psalm 91, verse 1 to 3. It says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress. Surely He will deliver me. So you are going to pray. Verse 1 to the You are going to pray that, Father, I bring my family under your shadow so that they can all be delivered from any snare of the fowler, seen and unseen, any trap of the enemy, set for my family, whether the one you know, the one you do not know, the one you can see, the one you cannot see. You can only put your family under the shadow of the Almighty. Because if Bible says, for those who are under that shadow, are permanently delivered from the snare of the fowler. Your children will go far and wide. You will not be able to follow them, but the shadow of the Almighty will go with them. So this night, we are going to put our family, everyone in our home under that shadow. That from there, from here onward, we shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That he will deliver us from every snare of the fowler. Oh, I don't know, what you know whether you know what a snare is. It is the trap of the enemy. That whatever trap might have been set by the enemy, for you, for your wife, for your husband, for your children in school, in your place of work, because you are abiding under the shadow of the Almighty, you are already delivered from those near in the name of Jesus. Over Almighty, we pray for your deliverance, O Lord. And in Jesus' name we pray. When we go to verse 5, it says, in verse 5, a thousand, no, no, no. thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day. In other words, when you are under that shadow, every fear should be gone. You should sleep peacefully. You travel with comfort. Anywhere you go, you know you are covered. You shall go and you shall come back safely. Let us put our family under that shadow that every fear, that everywhere we go, we shall be covered by his name. In the name of Jesus. That every fear of sickness... Every fear of poverty, every fear of illness in our home, every fear of death, every fear of waywardness in our children, tonight that our God Almighty will remove them all in the name of Jesus because we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Over Almighty, we thank you for that. In Jesus, name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I, I don't know what is it that you are afraid of. Over your finances, but this night, when you go to the book of Daniel, chapter 6, the later part of verse 20 to 22, this is King Darius speaking to Daniel. He says, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouth and they have not harmed me. What is it that is already facing you like terror? Our God can shut The mouth of the lion for Daniel. Tonight we are going to cry to the same God. That this lion that is roaring in front of me and my family. The same God that shut the mouth of the lion in the lion's den. Should keep this lion permanently silent in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is that is threatening you or your home. Whatever it is that is threatening your family. Whatever it is that is threatening your children, whatever it is that is threatening your health, tonight, speak the word of God in Daniel. That says that our Lord God sent his angels to shut the mouth of the roaring lion and they shall remain permanently shut in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, Lord God, we thank you, Father. We praise your holy name. Every roaring lion in our home, every roaring lion threatening our families, every roaring lion threatening our health, every roaring lion threatening our jobs, every roaring lion threatening our children, we silence them today in the name of Jesus. We silence them today in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Yes. But eventually, we are already, you're already facing this tribulation. You say, brother, I've already lost the job. For the past six months, I've been looking for a job. Brother, my children are already in issues. We have people who are already facing police cases. As from secondary school, you're already battling with battles every front and back. There is a word of God for you. Let us go to Zechariah 4, 7. This is the word of God. This night, that we are going to speak to that situation. He said, who art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain. I don't know what mountain you are facing, but as we are coming here this night, and we are entering the critical part of this year, we are going to speak this word of God. Every mountain facing every home this night. Before us, they shall become a plain in the name of Jesus. That every mountain confronting us as individuals, as family, as the word of God came to Zerubbabel, that every mountain, by his grace, shall be leveled in jesus name let every mountain facing our children every mountain facing our family every mountain facing our finances every mountain facing our health let the grace of god level them for us in the name of jesus because the word of god says it is not by power or by might but only by his grace So it is not, it doesn't matter the size of the mountain. It doesn't matter the size of your righteousness. He says it is only by His grace that He will level that mountain before Zerubbabel. That every mountain before my family today is leveled by His grace in the name of Jesus. That no mountain shall stand before our Lord. That every mountain you see today You shall see them no more. In the name of Jesus. As you see in the world, every mountain in front of my children, every mountain in front of my family, by your grace and your mercy, they shall be leveled in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, do you know that we can actually rewrite some prophecies? Because our God rewrote the destiny of Jabesh. This same God rewrote destinies of people in the Bible. So tonight we are going to say, according to the word of God in Psalm 126 verse 1, it says, when the Lord turn again the captivity of Zion, they shall be like they that dream. In other words, You are going to use your mouth to decree and declare your own turnaround. I don't know what the enemy might have taken from you. Whatever it is that the enemy might have taken. Whatever it is that you has been taking from you that rightly belongs to you. Whatever it is that you desire to have because you think you should have. Tonight we are going to pray. The Father, turn around my captivity. And let there be a manifestation of your greatness in my life. Let there be a turnaround of the captivity of Zion in my family. That there shall be abundant testimony in my home. As the church is marching on in victory. Father, let me be a partaker of that testimony. That the turnaround of of Zion, that we do them as if they are dreaming let it be the portion of my family in the name of jesus i do not know what is it is that you've been looking for but today ask god to turn around that captivity that whatever it is that the enemy has taken from you today demand it in the name of jesus because our god promised us that he will turn around the captivity of zion and they shall be like they that dream tonight let us pray for that abundant turnaround that we shall experience the manifestation of His greatness in our family. In the name of Jesus, that every fortune taken away from us shall be restored. Every covenant of evil, written or unwritten, upon us, upon our family, let there be a turnaround. Because the only covenant that shall stand Shall be the covenant with our Lord God Jehovah in the name of Jesus, Jehovah Almighty, Father, for all that you have done. See the salvation of our Lord in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Let there be a turnaround for everyone. Turn around for good. Great manifestation of your miracles in our family. Every situation we've been looking onto, that has been a problem for us to tackle. Father, tonight, let us receive a turnaround unto greatness in the name of Jesus. A turnaround unto greater testimony in our home, upon our children, upon our jobs. Double promotions at the place of work. Blessings from every angle. Helpers rising from north and south. Let there be a great turnaround to everyone in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' then we pray. Lastly, we will wrap up with a decree. Because when I went through Ezekiel, uh, chapter 12, verse 28, towards the latter part of 28, it says, Thus said the Lord, there shall none of my words be prolonged anymore. But the words which I have spoken shall be done, saith the Lord God. There shall not be any longer prolongment of his word. So tonight we want to decree. Remember, this is the night we move to the Ember Moon. Every promise of God that you have heard or you have not heard. Every promise of God upon you, upon your children. Every promise of God upon the works of your hand. Every promise of God upon your family. Let there be no delay. Because the word of God says they shall not prolong anymore. That this night we stand on this word. Let there be no longer any delay for every promise of God upon our family, upon our home, upon our children, upon our finances, upon our career, upon our health, upon our bodies, upon our spirit, upon our soul, on our salvation. Let there be no delay that every promise of God shall come to pass this day. In the name of Jesus, as we enter the later part of this year, let there be a manifestation of every promise of God upon us and our family. In the name of Jesus, there shall be no delay. There shall be no delay. There shall be no delay. There shall be a manifestation of his greatness. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us thank God for answering our prayer. Because, as we said, the proportion of God's miracle has nothing to do with how much we do. The only thing He has requested for us to do is to pray. And He says, pray in belief and leave the rest to Him to do. Let us thank Him for answered prayers. That our family is settled. In the year 2017, our family, we are settled. All fears are gone. All promises of God shall be made manifest in the name of Jesus. The God that answered by fire let him be my God, the God that answered by fire let him be my God, the God that answered by fire
1: Answered by fire. Let him be my God, the Lord answered by fire. Let him be my answered by fire. Let him be my God, the Lord answered by fire. Let him be my God. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Arise tonight and answer me by fire in the name of Jesus. Concerning every prayer that I have prayed, O Lord, arise tonight and answer me by fire in the name of Jesus. Begin to talk to God. Answer me by fire, answer me by fire, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Say, Father, arise arise tonight and answer me by the blood of Jesus. Begin to talk to God, Rabbi Asote Makuria, in the name of Jesus. Arise, O Lord, tonight, answer me by the blood of Jesus. The blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Answer me tonight, O Lord. Arise. Lord, answer me tonight by fire, by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Say, Father, arise tonight. Answer me by your word. In the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, arise tonight. Answer me by your word. Answer me by your word. In the name of Jesus. According to your word. According to your promise. In the name of Jesus. According to your word Father. Answer me, tonight. Answer, me tonight. answer me tonight. Answer me tonight. Answer me tonight. By your word. According to your word. According to your promise. According to your word. Answer me tonight. According to your promise. According to your word. Father arise. Answer me tonight. In the name of Jesus. Thank you my Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Say, Father, 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 arise tonight and correct every foundational problem of my life. In the name of Jesus, arise, O Lord. Begin to correct every foundational problem of my life. In the name of Jesus, whatever problem I'm facing, that has that originated with me jesus arise tonight correct them arise tonight correct them by fire arise tonight collect them by the blood of jesus arise tonight correct them by your word. every problem that is following me as a result of a foundational issue jesus settle it tonight settle it tonight marathos by antoria Father, your word says, in Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Tonight, O oh Lord, this is my Mount Zion. I have come to you that I may be delivered. Lord, every problem that is associated with my foundation, that is associated with my lineage, O oh Lord, that have been following me tonight I have cried unto you let them go back let them go back in the name of Jesus deliver me O Lord deliver me O Lord deliver me O Lord in the name of Jesus thank you Father thank you Jesus in Jesus name we have prayed let somebody shout hallelujah Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us be seated briefly. Amen. 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 We shall be doing something a bit different tonight. Praise the Lord. And we shall be engaging ourselves in some spiritual war. Fair. Amen. 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 In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, the Lord made us to understand that He has given us power. He said, And God said, Let us make man in our, in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over the earth and every creeping things that creepeth on the earth. That is what God has given to us. When I checked the meaning of dominion, I understood that for you to dominate, you need to ascertain your authority. Amen? There must be a level of authority or power that you exercise for you to be able to dominate. And tonight, the Lord will make you to dominate in the name of Jesus. In Job chapter 14, verse one says, man born of woman is of few days and full of troubles. Man born of woman is of what? A few days, but full of troubles. Let us open our Bible to Revelation chapter 12, verse 12, Revelation 12, verse 12, are we there, Revelation 12, verse 12, it says, Therefore rejoice, you, heaven, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you, having a great wrath, because he knoweth that he had but a short time. He, because he knoweth that what? He has a short time. Praise the Lord. I'm trying to make this quick so that we will understand that man is continually in battle. Whether you want to fight or you don't want to fight, man is continually in battle. Praise the Lord. If you want to pay attention to it, you don't want to pay attention to it, that doesn't matter. What I just want to make you know tonight is that we are meant to fight. Praise the Lord. Man is continuously in battle. Man will always fight. Whether you like it or not, the enemy will fight you. It is not because of anything. Nothing is attached, but the enemy will just fight you because you are occupying their position. You are benefiting from what was initially theirs. So why should you be there? Why must it be you? Praise the Lord. No wonder Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 told us that we should do what? We should put on the whole armor of God. Praise the Lord. Putting on the armor is not just for fashion. It is because there is a battle that you need to fight with that armor. Praise the Lord. And the instrument of battle there we understand. There is the defensive type, and there is the offensive type. Praise the Lord. The helmet of salvation is a defensive type. That is to say, you must be saved. That is to say, the salvation of God upon your life is what? It's a defense. Praise the Lord. The breastplate of righteousness. You must be righteous for you to be able to fight spiritually and overcome. For you to be able to fight and not to be a victim, you must what? You must be righteous. Praise the Lord. You must be righteous. You must be righteous to be able. You must be in right standing with God for you to be able to fight and for you to be able to win. Let us open our Bible to Psalm 144, verse 1. Psalm 144, verse 1. Are we there? If you are there before me, you can read. Psalm 144, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Come with me to me. Hear me when I call to you. Praise the Lord. 144. Is that Blessed be the Lord, my God, who breaks my hand for more and my fingers for that. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. Who teacheth my hand to what? To walk. And my finger to what? To fight. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In Second Corinthians chapter 10, 2 Corinthians 10, 2 Corinthians 10, he says that, 2 Corinthians 10, he says, for we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh, for the weapon of our warfare are not what canna, but mighty through the pulling down of stronghold. The weapon of our warfare is what is not canna, but mighty through the pulling down of our stronghold. What I'm just trying to make us understand is that every child of God must be ready to fight. You must put yourself, you must adjust your life in such that you should know and be ready all the time to fight so that you will not be a victim of life in the name of Jesus. You must be ready. That is why we are called what? The soldiers of what? Of Christ. There is something that is common with the soldiers. You see that they are boots. To us, it might be very heavy, but they are trained to wear it all the time. So then, to us, the guns, if you are carrying Mach 4, you are carrying uh, SMG, it might be heavy, but they are trained to do what? To carry it all the time. That is why, as a child of God, you must learn to go about with your weapon. Praise the Lord. The Bible makes us to understand that these our weapons are not canna. They are what? They are spiritual. They are strong in what? Pulling down strongholds. Praise the Lord. You must be ready to carry this all the time. You must be ready to go along with it. Let somebody shout Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let somebody shout Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In John chapter 10 verse 10, it makes us to understand that the enemy, the devil, come to do what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. To kill and to destroy. And the Bible also also makes us so to understand that he goes about looking for whom to do what to dissolve. He goes about looking for whom to devour. Praise the Lord. Whoever he meets, and that person is not ready, and the person is not ready to fight him back, he will do what? He will steal from that person. He will devour that person, and eventually he will. Send the person to her. What I'm saying tonight is that you, as a child of God, you must be ready. You must be ready in the name of Jesus. Our our weapons are spiritual. There are the offensive and there are the what? The defensive. I have said earlier. You must be ready to carry both. Like the Bible makes us to understand that our faith, our righteousness, our salvation is what? They are defensive weapons. Amen. But the word of God is what? Is an offensive weapon. Praise the Lord. We must be ready to engage ourselves in battle and warfare anywhere. Somebody, there was a riot in Nigeria one time, and these people came along, they entered the church and met a lady. They wanted to slaughter her. But the lady engaged immediately into warfare and began to speak and said, every power that has come to waste my life, begin to waste yourself. Begin to waste yourself. It is the language the enemy understands that this girl understands that we have come to kill her. And she knows her weapon right. praise the Lord. Tonight, I would, uh, my, my prayer is that before i finish you will know this weapon you will go home and acquaint yourself with them and be ready to fight anytime the enemy come against you this lady began to pray and said every power that have come to waste my life that have come to cut my life short begin to cut your own short, begin to waste your own begin to waste your life and they begin to fall when the first one fell The other ones look at themselves and say, I will not be the next one. And they all ran and left the girl alone. What I'm trying to say tonight is that I want you to be ready. I want you to fire yourself up. I want you to be prepared to battle all the time. That is the only reason, and that is only when you will not be uh, a victim of circumstances. That is when you will not be a victim of life. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I want us to pray and go into spiritual warfare. But before we go, there are some things I want to tell us about the secrets of spiritual warfare. Amen? Now, if you want to engage in spiritual warfare, what I'm trying to say is, if what your condition, if what is happening to you, you are tired of it, If you can no longer tolerate what you are going through, then you must engage in spiritual warfare. The first secret is that you must know who you are. Amen? You must know yourself. You must know who you are. John the Baptist knows himself. He knew that he is what? The forerunner of Jesus Christ. So many of us, it is what the, 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 the battle has turned us to that we know. It is what the, the, the enemy has turned us to that we know about ourselves. Gideon was threshing wheat, I mean, he was threshing flour in the wine press. Praise the Lord. The wine press is for wine. Why the threshing uh, floor area is for threshing floor? He took the, his wheat to what? To the wine press, so that he might deceive the enemy. He might deceive the enemy that might want to come and steal or by force take the wheat that belong to him. That is what he has seen himself, as a man who has to deceive before he can survive. But he never knew that he is what? A mighty man of what? Valor. As, as, as the angel called him in... Uh, in um, in Judges chapter 6, verse 11, that you are what? A mighty man of valor. And the Bible said the angel told him, go in that strength. Praise the Lord. The first, the first secret of spiritual warfare is that you should discover who you are. And why should you do that? So that if what the Lord called you is different from what you are now, Then so that you can pray yourself back to that position. Praise the Lord. That is the first thing that you must do as someone who wants to be victorious in the fight of life. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let us open our Bible to Psalm chapter 25 verse 14. Psalm 25, verse 14. Are we there? Psalm 25, verse 14. And he will show them his what? His covenant. The secret of the Lord is with them, that what? That fear him. And he will show them his what? His covenant. What this means is that on everything, there is a secret. On every issue, there is a secret. And it is they that fear the Lord that can receive that secret. Praise the Lord. This land that we are, there are what there are secrets. Secret Secret of success, secret of upliftment, secret of breakthrough. But it is those who fear the Lord that he He will release this secret unto. And He will not only stop there, He will show them His what? His covenant. That is, he will establish power that will make them to be able to be successful in the secret that he has released to them. Praise the Lord. That is the second secret. That the secret of the Lord belongs to they that fear the Lord. That is, they that serve the Lord with the whole of their heart. They that don't have alternatives. They that look unto the Lord and say, With you, I will be. Whether death come, whatever come, I have nowhere to go, I will be with you. No wonder he made the secret of going into fire and not be born known to Meshach, Shedrach, and Abedinigo. Because they made up their mind, they faced it headlong and said unto you, O Lord, nothing else. Praise the Lord. The secret of the Lord dwelleth with thee. That what? That fear God. Praise the Lord. Amen. And it is this God that will put the secret of your enemy. Whatever is troubling you has a secret. Whatever you are facing, whatever issue that is turning you here and there has a secret. And it is only God that can reveal that secret. Like I'm emphasizing, if the lord open and make you to know the secret then the enemy will be nowhere before you praise the lord like in first samuel chapter 17 verse 49 the lord opened the secret of goliath unto what unto david the secret of goliath was on his what on his forehead and this, the, 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 the stone located that uncovered forehead of Goliath and brought him down. Praise the Lord. That is the, sec- that is the second one the secret of your enemy. Praise the Lord. Amen. You must know what you are doing where, where, where you are. That is, you must know the secret of that place where you are. Is it in that organization? Is it in, the, in your house? is in that locality, you must know that secret. And how do you know? It's by going deep into searching by prayers. One thing I want you to know is that precious things are not found on the surface of the earth like that. Even crude oil, you have to go what? You have to go deep. You must be ready. You must be ready. It's not something that uh, you pray five minutes, ten minutes. And no, you must be bent and say, Lord, I want to know the secret of this thing. Father, show it unto me. You wake up at midnight. You pray for two hours. don't. You know, nothing happens, the following day you are on it. Before you know it, the secret are with you. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout Hallelujah. You must know where you need to throw your net. You must know where you need to throw your net. Peter and his crew, they toyed all the night. But the Lord told him, move into the deep and throw it. And what what happened? He had a lot of cash. Praise the Lord. He had a lot of cash. To the extent that the net was broken and their boats were not able to carry what they have. Praise the Lord. What I'm saying tonight is that you must know this secret. And there there is the secret of who to meet and not to meet. Some people you might meet and your life will not remain the same again. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You must know the secret of the horse attached to you. To every man, he has a horse. A horse is in an instrument of speed. Amen? It's an instrument of speed. It's an instrument that enables you to move at the speed of God. You must know that horse. You must know the secret of that horse. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In the name of Jesus, you must know your role, your godly destiny role in that particular place that you are. You must know that secret. You must know that secret of that, your definite role in that place. And to those of us that are not married yet, you must know the secret of whom to marry and not to marry. Let you not go and marry a deficit. Praise the Lord. You must know the secret. And I will stop here, although there are 14 of them I have listed, but because of our time, I will stop here. You must know the secrets behind your problem. That problem you are going through has a secret. And the only power that can uncode it Is for you to know the secret behind that problem. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In the name of Jesus. You will also know the secret of your days. If you apply what is in those days, now, it might not work. But you must know the secret of your days. You are going to pray tonight and talk to God. But before you talk to God, I want you to understand that all these, all these, are embedded in that Psalm, chapter twenty-five, verse fourteen, that the secret of the Lord, because it's the Lord that knows all things, it is the Lord that knows all things. If He knows all things and He's ready to show you, that means you must comply. You must fear Him. You must do everything to be in his good book. You must present yourself worthy of the secret that he wants to show to you. Praise the Lord. Psalm 103 verse 17. Open your Bible to Psalm 103 verse 17. It says, Psalm 103 verse 17. It says, but the mercy of the Lord. Is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that what? That fear him and his righteousness unto his children, children. You fear God, you are transferring goodness unto your generation. Amen. Psalm 101, verse 10. Psalm 101, verse 10. He says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandment. His praise endureth forever. His praise endureth forever. Amen. 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 Keep yourself in this secret of the Lord and serve the Lord wholeheartedly. And you will be able to fight headlong whatever form of fight that the enemy brings against you. There are some people, the enemy will know it is going to be a waste of time if they go and fight them. Because the enemy he said does not want to suffer casualty. That is the position God wants you to be, to be a threat to the enemy. Praise the Lord. The Lord will make you a threat to be every of your enemy in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want you to rightly understand, the enemy we are talking about is not that brother or sister or your boss or whoever that you have been looking on to as your enemy. The enemy is the devil himself. That is why this fight I'm talking about is not a physical fight. It's what? A spiritual fight. And that is why the weapons are not what? Are not canals. That's why the weapons are not what? Are not canna. But they are strong in pulling down stronghold. You will rise up and talk to God now. I want us to pray. Pray the little time that we have. I want us to pray. First of all, you will say, O Lord, arise. Lord, arise. O Lord arise. Lord, arise. Every power that is assigned to redesign my destiny. Every power assigned to redesign my destiny. Scatter them tonight in the name of Jesus. Begin to talk to God. Father, I pray every power assigned to redesign my destiny. Scatter in the name of Jesus. Scatter in the name of Jesus. My Father, my Father. Mareto riba shantara. Power assigned to recreate me. Power assigned to turn me to what the Lord has not made me to be. Jesus, arise for my sake and scatter them tonight. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, every power that has come to redesign my life, every power assigned to recreate me, scatter by fire. Scatter by fire in the name of Jesus. Scatter by fire. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. One of the weapons, one of the spiritual weapons, is you must be able to see spiritually. You must be able to hear spiritually. You must be able to feel spiritually. One man of God, when I was young, He said, he was giving a testimony, and he said, he says in his spirit that the accuser of brethren is around, and he started to pray. Before you know it, a, a, a child fell into the well. Miraculously, that child was what? Was rescued. Praise the Lord. He didn't see the child fall into the well, but he saw certain things that made him understand that the accuser of brethren is around, and he began to pray. You are going to talk to God tonight and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, arise, O Lord, and remove my spiritual blindness. In the name of Jesus, my Father, my Father, I pray, King of glory, arise. Arise, O Lord, and remove my spiritual blindness. Help me, O Lord, to be able to see spiritually. Help me, O Lord, to be able to see spiritually. In the name of Jesus, I pray, my Father, my Father, arise, remove my spiritual blindness, arise, remove my spiritual deafness, arise, remove my spiritual feelings. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, thank you, my Father, in Jesus' name we have prayed. A, a, a man went to a night vigil like this. As he was entering into the gathering, and the Spirit of God spoke to him and said, You will meet your partner, that person you are going to marry in this place today. And he raised up his head, and behold, the Lord pointed the person to him. Because why? He's able to hear spiritually he would have gone into that program and go back and he will miss what the Lord has for him. You will say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Help me to hear spiritually. In the name of Jesus. Begin to talk to God. My Father, my Father. In the name of Jesus. Help me to hear spiritually. Help me to hear spiritually thank you father in jesus name we have prayed in jesus name we have prayed you will talk to god and say father in the name of jesus every power mocking god in my life every power mocking god in my life scatter in the name of jesus thank you father every power Every power challenging my prayers. Every power challenging my prayers. Scatter in the name of Jesus. Scatter in the name of Jesus. Every power mocking God in my life. Every power challenging my prayers. Scatter in the name of Jesus. Thank you mighty God. Thank you Jesus. Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. For those of us that have one ailment or the other that we are battling with, the Lord is going to send back those arrows of sickness back to sender tonight. And I want you, you will pray with, with fire and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every arrow of sickness upon my head every arrow of sickness fired against my heart go back to sender by fire in the name of Jesus go back to sender by fire deliver me tonight Lord from every evil arrow deliver me tonight oh Lord in the name of Jesus let us begin to thank God Let us begin to appreciate him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you, Jesus. Teach my hand to fight. In the name of Jesus, teach my hand to fight. In the name of Jesus, teach my hand to fight, O Lord. Teach my finger to fight. Teach my finger to fight.
2: Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious name. How many of us are glad to be in the month of September? (laughs) Hallelujah. Are you clapping for Jesus? Can I have the musicians, the instrumentalists on the altar? We want to dance and shout and jump. God has just healed somebody right here. God has just broken the chains. God has just swallowed up all your challenges. Come on now. We want to bless him. We want to give him praise. We want to sing, beautiful one. Hallelujah. Wonderful, so wonderful is your unfailing love. Sister Joyce, can you bring that song, God bless? Celebrate his faithfulness a few minutes before we continue in this service. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and appreciate God. Father, we thank you for the deliverances of this vigil, for what you are doing in the life of God's people. Blessed, blessed, blessed be your name. Marama go shakata. Zakata Kapro Shakarado. Rebro shakatalo. Masakatando. We bless your name. 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 Thank you,
3: Father. I give glory. Glory. Glory, 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 glory to the land, hallelujah, I give glory to the land, hallelujah, glory, glory the highest glory, hey, to the almighty, glory oh oh Glory to the Lord
4: The city of Jericho was now afraid of the people of Israel. People of this land should be afraid of you and me. Very few amens. When they see you, they should be afraid of you because you carry that anointing with you. But we are afraid of them. Because of nationality, because of who they are, because of what they are, because of what title they have, we stand in front of them or see them and we get scared. But your director should be afraid of you. We have to be, the city was now afraid. They never wanted to surrender to the people of Israel. They didn't want to surrender, so they locked their doors. They thought We are not going to surrender to these people. But they realized one thing, that this great nation that was coming against them had something different in them. They were not led by a king, but they were led by their God. That should be the thought of the people around you, that you are not led by any king, but you are led by the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen? God gave them a very strange command, not as what an earthly king would do or behave. If you have Joshua 6, keep that and you'll understand. In the natural, this command would have sounded nonsense, or to use a layman's term word, it would have sounded stupid. The command that God was giving them was sounding nonsense. in In the natural, it was nonsense. If this command was ever given to the present church, They would have never obeyed this command if God had told the present church, go around Oman. And the church would say that is not from God. They would think it's either from, maybe from the enemy. Yet, yet, the man of God obeyed. It sounded nonsense, but he obeyed God. He would have said, My master Moses never did this method. It's not a battle strategy, Lord. It's not in any book that this method can be done. No king has ever tried this method, Lord. This is not how a battle is supposed to be won. Not even Abraham did this when he went to fight nations. Why, God, are you asking me to do such a thing? Joshua never questioned, but obeyed. God will make you do strange things. In the natural it will sound nonsense, but in the supernatural that obedience will bring your deliverance in Jesus' name. He commanded the people as God commanded him and he says, let us go around the city. Let us go around the city. And they went once every day. That's all. They now went with the armor. But they went with the word what God gave them each day around the city for six days. And God said, on the seventh day, on the seventh day, Jericho will fall. Go seven times around the city and blow your trumpet. Our trumpet is to worship God. Our trumpet is to sing praises to God. Our trumpet is to bring out the word of God. To read the word into a nation and say, this is the word of God. I proclaim this word upon this nation and your nation will come crumbling down in Jesus' name. Maybe some people would have objected to Joshua's command. They could have even grumbled and said, we are not going to follow you because this is not a battle policy not a battle procedure you are going to kill us Joshua because as we walk around the wall these people you know in the olden days they threw either stones or they shot arrows and why are you asking us to do this what are you doing the priest obeyed their leader the people obeyed their leader God wanted to have the heart of obedience more than all the sacrifice that they could do. Amen? Now it was said that Mary, Queen of Scotland, feared John Knox's prayer more than what she even feared the enemy's army. Here is a queen who had fear of one man who she knew if this man prayed, things will happen. But she had so much of fear of that man over even an enemy's army. But in today's society, are we afraid of God? But in the society today, afraid of God's people, are they afraid of you? Probably not. It's mainly because the church hasn't done much in the country. Somewhere the church is failing because the The people of the land are not able to see the power of God being manifested. Because all we do is we worship, we go, and we don't live Christ out. So the manifestation which is taking place here should be carried out into the world. Not only be here, and that fire should not be quenched. That fire is to be carried out. That's the reason he has put us all in one-one offices. So that your light will shine forth there. The presence of God will go forth. And people will fall down as you walk past them. Because that's the anointing of God in your life. Amen? Amen? The church is no longer, I'm sorry to say this. The church is no longer a place where people have fear. Do you know in the New Testament, people feared to enter the church. Because they knew these people are holy. They knew they could not lie in the church. They knew they could not t- uh, cheat in the church. Because they will fall dead. But what are we coming into the church nowadays? In the New Testament, in Acts 5, you find that the the church is now imitating the world. Instead of the world imitating the church. We kindly put off your phones. We look to the world's approval. Nowadays, there are churches who want to do programs according to what the world standard is. They want to measure to what the world is saying according to every standard of the world and not according to the standard of God and the word of God. That's the reason we do not gain the world's respect. People should fear the house of God. They should fear that as they enter that door, I am living in sin, maybe the power of God will fall upon me. That should be their fear. They should come with fear and trembling. But no, The church is so much fearing the world, but not so with Joshua in Israel. They were a conquering people because they had a living God that went before them. Amen? They knew only one thing. If we obeyed God and marched around the city, victory will be ours in Jesus' name. They knew that the presence of God would bring fear in the hearts of people. I'm going to do something different today. Do you believe that when we go to heaven, God was going to give us nations and cities? Only one year. Do you believe that? Okay. I'm going to ask you to give a number between 1 to 43. You are going to count. And when you come to 43, you will stop. The next person will be number 1, okay? So 1, we'll start to count up to 43. And after the 43rd person, the next person will say 1 again. Because I'm going to... According to the word of God, you are going to have your nation, you're going to have your kingdom, you're going to have your city, you're going to have your town. We'll start with Pastor Lakin okay Pastor Lakin will start one then Matthew will go two and three like yes pastor Loud guys, you're not dead in the house of God. what's your number Samuel 15. You will have your nation, amen. Yeah, Nickel Loud, guys. Two nations, okay. 40? And 43. Pastor Abraham, one. 43 is over, no, Pastor? Okay, after 43 is one. Continue. Thank you, Pastor. Loud, guys. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 27, 36, 37, One, two, George, nine, 12, 13, 14, 21, 23. Sister, please put that on the s- screen, sister. I want you to see your number. I want you to see the town that you are going to pray for. Each of you are going to pray for two cities or two towns. One, which number you have received, and one from the town that you came from. Okay, you've got your numbers there? Quickly look at your number. You got it? So, Each of you, if you have not seen it quickly, go and find your town. Look at the screen. Now, as long as you live, pay attention please, very important. As long as you live, till the day that you have your last breath, this town, plus the town that you come from, you will lift up unto the throne room of grace. That at the day of judgment, that will be your reward in Jesus' name. Apart from all the other rewards that God says I will give unto you, manna, a new stone, a new name, and you will have also a new town under your name. Amen? 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 Can we hear an amen as you believe it? Let it be your portion. Amen. Can we rise up? So you have two towns that you're going to pray for, and the first prayer need. Sister, can you... T- Bring me Jeremiah 51, verses 20 to 24. We are going to read it together. Jeremiah 51. Next slide, sister. Just the next slide. Yeah, okay. We are going to read this together in one accord. You don't need to see it in your Bibles. Just look at the screen. We are going to read this scripture very carefully and slowly, okay? Ready? Shall we go? You are my war club my weapon for battle. With you, I shatter nations. With you, I destroy kingdoms. With you, I shatter horse and rider. With you, I shatter chariot and driver. With you, I shatter man and woman. With you, I shatter old man and youth. With you, I shatter young man and maiden. With you, I shatter shepherd and flock. With you, I shatter farmer and oxen. With you, I shatter governor and officials. Before your eyes, I will repay Babylon and all who live in Babylonia. For all the wrong they have done in Zion, declares the Lord. Amen? We'll have the first prayer point. Sister, please, next one. Next screen, please. Okay, our prayer point is all Babylonian kingdoms will be broken, no, just go back, sister, sorry. All Babylonian kingdoms will be broken in Jesus' name, your first prayer point, okay? That means the town that you have, you, it's belonged to you, plus from where you came from. Second, let, let us break every piece of horse and riders into pieces in Jesus' name. Third, our point will be, let us break into pieces all chariots and ri- riders in Jesus' name. Let us tear apart and break down every captain and rulers in Jesus' name. Everyone that have exalted themselves will fall down in Jesus' name. This is your three prayer points. Let us pray in Jesus' name. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Every Babylonian kingdom that has been erected will be bowed down in Jesus' name, Lord God. Call forth your town. Call forth your town. Whichever town you have come from, say that this town will come down. Every chariot, every horseman, every rider, every colonel, every commander will fall down in your town. Claim your town. That town is going to be yours in Jesus' name. The town that you have confessed today will be your portion in Jesus' name. Father, we pray that every chariot, Lord God, every rider, everyone in authority who is not for you will come crumbling down in my city that I have been called. Today, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will do this for us, Lord God. Father, we pray every captain and every ruler that is opposing your work, Lord God, will come crumbling down. Will come crumbling down. In Jesus' name we pray. 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 13. 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 13. Yes, sister. He even deposed his grandmother... Marka from their position as Queen Mother because she had made a repulsive of Ashra pole. Ashra cut pole down and burnt it in the Kindren Valley. We are going to pray that all idols in our lives, especially we are remembering the church, especially the church, but since the church composes of families and children every idol that has been erected in our children's lives, every idol that has been erected in our family life, every idol that has been erected in the church, knowingly or unknowingly, we break down in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Every idol. Father, we break down all idols, Lord God, in our lives, whether knowingly or unknowingly, Father, we break down every idol, Lord God, that has been erected, Master, in any form that is not of you, that is not of you, Father, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, let your holy fire come down today, Lord God, and destroy every idol that has been erected. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Do you remember when Daniel prayed, the moment he prayed? The Bible says that God answered immediately, but that answer took time. Because while the angel was coming to give him the, the answer, the angel had to fight two kingdoms. And the angel said, now I'm going back, but I still have to fight these two kingdoms, the kingdom of Persia and the kingdom of Greece. Your prayer has been answered. Your, amen? Yeah. Your prayer has been answered. Yeah. The time matters. Till then, you wait. And you keep on? praying. It says, Josiah, he tore down 2 Chronicles 34 verse 7, second point, sister. He tore down the altars and the Asherah poles and crushed the idols to powder and cut to pieces all the incense altars throughout Israel. Then he went back to Jerusalem. You need to go back to Jerusalem, but before going back, you need to break and cut every altar there. Let us pray that all idols in our life in the city, in this town, in the towns that you called out, will be broken, crushed to powder. Every idol that the town has will be coming, crumbling down and crushed into powder. Let us pray in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, Lord God, that to the towns that we are praying right now for, the two towns, the one that you have given us and the one that we represent from where we come. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus' daddy. We pray, Lord God, that you break into pieces, Lord God. Cut them down, Lord God. Crush them into powder, Lord God. This is our heart's cry, Lord God. Father, we believe that these towns will come crumbling down in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 2 Kings 21, verse 21. 2 Kings 21, verse 21. It says, that's Amon. He walked in all the ways of his father. But I want you to see that. He walked in all the ways of his father. He worshiped the idols his father had worship and bowed down to them. Sometimes our children will walk after us whatever we worship, knowingly or unknowingly. So we are going to pray to renounce all idolatry and, and in every borderline from every town that we represent, from the towns that we have called as our own, that let us break and curse and destroy every form of idolatry, whatever it is. Maybe there's a bad habit your children are following because of you. Because of you, you have done something. Your children are doing exactly the same. Let us pray. And Father, we break every form of idolatry, Lord God, in the town that we represent, in the town that you're giving us, Lord God. We pray in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, Lord God. Daddy, we pray that you will come down, Lord God. Every idolatry in our bloodline, from all our family members down, we ask you to break in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Isaiah 45 Verse 2, the second part. Isaiah 45, verse 2, the second part. I will break down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. Let us pray and ask the Lord to break every form of yoke and bondages in our lives, in our loved ones' lives, in the people of the town that we represent today that we are going to call. Let us pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Daddy. We ask you to break every form of yoke, Lord God. That, that is holding us as bondage master in these areas. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, today, every form, Lord God, of bondage, Lord God, that is holding us as captive, Father. Lord, we break down those bronze idols, Lord God. We cut down those bars of iron, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Daniel chapter 11, verse 4. After he has appeared... His empire will be broken up and parceled out towards the four winds of heaven. It will not go to the descendants, nor will it have the power he exercised, because his empire will be uprooted and given to others. Every empire that the enemy has been holding against you, against your family, over this nation, over the town that you today have, will be broken down in Jesus' name. Let us pray that every power of darkness will be broken down. It will not manifest it again in the lives of our children, in our house, in our family, in the surrounding, in the towns from where we come. We can see violence taking place, but let us today break down. Let us break down every power of darkness in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Lord God, in Jesus' name, that you will break down every area, Lord God. This is our heart's cry, Father, that you will do this, Daddy. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. We finished the warfare prayer. Now let us go back to, we are now going to look at John chapter 17. And we are going to look at this chapter, we'll try to cover as maximum. I got 15 minutes more, as maximum as we can, we'll cover. John chapter 17, where we see Jesus prayed for you and me. Amen. He prayed for his disciples, he prayed for us, and he is still praying for us. In John chapter 17, verse 9, he says, I pray for them, I am not praying for the world. Here is Jesus saying, I pray for them, his disciples, but not for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. Verse 20, same chapter, verse 20, the Bible says, Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. And who are they? It's us. It's us. Those who believe the word. Now Jesus is saying, I'm going to pray for them. I have moved to realize the love God has for us in the prayer of John 17. Because this is the heart cry of Christ for the church and for those who believe in him. This is our cry. We can also pray this prayer for ourselves. We can pray this prayer for our family, for our children, and we can pray this prayer for our church members also. Amen? This is the perfect will of God, a prayer which is of the perfect will of God. You will never pray amiss with this. Number one, the first thing, prayer point is, that you will be united as one. Next point, sister, that you will be united as one. It's found in 17 verse 11, second part. Look at the second part. That they may be one as we are one. That should be the desire of the church, that we become one. But the enemy doesn't want the church to be one. He knows if the moment the church becomes one, automatically he has no authority there. That's the reason the enemy will choose one person in the church to be a part of him. That's the reason the enemy sends one wolf into the, into the flock. And that wolf will come like a sh- in, in sheep's clothing. That's the reason it's very important for us to be one. We cannot expect this to happen in the body of Christ until we experience it in our lives to be one with husband and wife, in our lives to be one with our children, in our lives to be one in the church. Until we see this, It's not going to happen. Let us rise, please. Let us join with Jesus in this prayer for the power of God to fall on our marriages, for the power of God to fall on our family, for the power of God to fall upon our children, for the power of God to fall upon this church, that we will be one, united as one. Let us pray, church. This prayer that you pray will be your portion in Jesus' name. What you confess right now, will be a portion in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, Lord God, give us the grace. Lord, in our marriages, we will be one, Lord God. There will be no two, but we will be one. Our children will be united with us, with husband and wife as one, Lord God. Father, in the church, that we will be one, Lord God. In the body of Christ, that you will give us the grace to be one. This is our heart's cry today, Father, that you will help us, Master, to become one. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My second point, that you will be kept from evil. Second point, sister, that you will be kept from evil. Verse 15, my prayer is not that you, will, that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not. Again, we see in John chapter 10, verses 28 and 29, I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Yes, sister. Can I have that on the screen? No one can snatch them from my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. Amen. The next scripture for this prayer point is 1 Peter 1 5. Who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. We are going to pray. That all that God has given us, that God will protect them from all temptation. God will protect them from every trap. That God will keep them from the lust of the flesh, from the pride of life, from the lust of the eyes. Let us pray that pride is the greatest weapon that Satan uses on God's children. That none of us will ever have pride. Pray that we will never be a victim to pride. Because that's why Satan fell. Let us pray in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, Lord God, give us the grace that everyone that you've given unto us, Lord God, in the body of Christ. Father, you will keep us safe from the evil one. You will keep us safe from the evil one, Lord God. Father, we pray, Lord God, that pride will never come into our lives, Lord God. Father, keep us from all forms of evil, Lord God. Whatever be the form, Father, protect us that no arm, no danger will come against our children, the church members, the body of Christ, and every member that we are responsible. In Jesus' name we pray. 1 John chapter 2, verse 16. 1 John chapter 2, verse 16. The Bible says, For everything in the world, the craving of sinful man, the lust of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does, comes not from the Father, but from the world. We are going to pray that they will be kept from all deception. Our children, our church members, our family members will be kept from all deception of the enemy. We are going to pray that they will be kept close to God. We are going to pray that they will be trained to be strong in the Lord, strong in truth, and that they will stand against the world's temptation. Let us pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. you got the prayer points on the screen. If you're, not, if you're not able to remember, there are the prayer points. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that we will be kept from all deception from the enemy, Lord God. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you will give us the grace, that you will keep us close to you, Lord God. Keep us close to you, Daddy. This is our heart's cry, Lord God. Father, help us, Lord God, that we will be trained to be strong in the Lord, strong in truth, so that we can stand against the weapons of the enemy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're going to to switch gears again. I want you to be in agreement with one person, then only you'll pray. So take a person, you can hold them by hand, or you can be with them. If it's your wife, your friend, anything, you're going to pray in agreement. And this will cause you to pray more. Find somebody, minimum two, maximum three. Not more than that. Amen? We're going to take John chapter 15, verse 11, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My joy in you and your joy will be complete. Let us pray that the pressures of the outside world will not rob true joy from our lives. Let us pray that no negative attitude or words will rob the joy from us, from our homes, from our church. Let us pray that the fruit of the Spirit will be manifested in our lives. There are three prayer points here. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Lord, the pressures of the outside world will not rob the true joy in our lives, Lord God. Father, we pray that, Lord God, no negative attitude, no negative word will rob the joy from our hearts, will rob the joy from our home, will rob the joy from our children, will rob the joy from the church. Father, let the fruit of the Spirit be manifested, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The word of God says in in verse 17 that you will be sanctified. Sanctified by them by truth. Your word is truth. Again in Psalm 119 verse 9. How can a young man keep his ways pure? By living according to your word. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Let us pray that those every child in the bread of life, members of bread of life, that God has entrusted into your hands will be sanctified by truth, will be sanctified by the word, and will be sanctified by memorizing the word of God. Let us pray. Father, we pray, Lord God, that your word will sanctify us as we read your word. Daddy, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that, Lord, that we will not sin against you, We will not sin against man, Lord God. Give us the grace, Daddy, that you will be able, Lord God, to fill us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated for just a minute so that your legs don't pain. The fifth point says that you will experience his glory. You and I will experience God's glory. Amen. Verse 22. Look at verse 22, the first part. I have given them the glory you gave me. Every leader in this house, whether you are a father or you are a leader of a ministry, your duty is to show forth the glory that God has given to you onto your members. No matter what it is, that is your prime duty because that's what Jesus done. Can you believe this statement? It's a very amazing statement. When Simeon saw the baby Jesus, he spoke prophetically as to prophesy, and we find that in Luke chapter 2, verses 30 to 32. He says, For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the, light, in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory to your people. Now, Jesus was the light of God to the light to man. Amen. Now, Jesus has returned back to the heavenlies and God still wants that light to shine forth through you and me to the world. Just as Jesus' light shined forth, he expects us also. He has now chosen the redeemed to be that light and glory of his. Can you tell your brother or your sister, you are redeemed to show forth the light of Christ to the world. You are redeemed. Amen? Amen. That will be your portion. We are redeemed to show forth the light. In Colossians 1 verse 27, it says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yes, he wants us to show forth his light and glory. Now the question is, do we show forth the light and glory of Christ to those around us? We do not want. If the blessings that we have, we do not want to share that blessings to someone else because we want it only for for ourselves. Brethren, Unless we shine His light, people will remain in darkness if we don't do that. But if we are filled with anger, if we are filled with malice, if we are filled with wrath, if we are filled with jealousy, how will they see the light of Christ? We are supposed to be filled with the fruit of the Spirit. In that, we are angry. We are supposed to be filled with the fruit of love. In that, we are sure jealousy. But guys, God says, I want you to be the light in this place. Jesus was not a flickering, flickering light. He was a bright light, a permanent light. Matthew chapter 4, verse 16 says, The people living in darkness have seen a great light. Can we say that in our office? The people living in darkness now have seen a light enter the office. Amen. That should be in Matthew chapter 5 verse 16. In the same way, let your light shine before them that they may see your good deeds. You and I are supposed to have deeds of goodness to people who are in need. And if we don't show our good deeds to people who are in need. Now, I want to just give an example. The man going to the, on the road to Jericho. Did not the robbers beat him up and steal everything? Now that man was lying. Did that man ask, I want help? No. He was there thrown. But the the Samaritan who came, seeing that there was a need in this man, the man never asked. The man never shouted. Maybe he was unconscious, but the man seeing there is a need. Let me help. That should be the attitude of every child of God. I see a need. I should reach out to that person. I should not bypass. That's what the priest and the Levite did. The priest and the Levite seen a man in need, but they said, I have to do God's work, and they bypassed. And a dog came on the way. The dog seen the need, and the dog met the need of the man. And that was a Samaritan. Sometimes, you and I as children of God, if we see people who are in need, we are supposed to stretch forth and go and help them. Don't wait for people to ask. Your duty is to reach out to them. And that's the reason God put you there. If we can share the word, we should be able to share our substance also. You understand why we share the word? Because it's not costing us anything. But we don't want to share our substance because it will cost us something. You understand that? Word is easy. God loves you, my sister. God loves you, my brother. Nothing is not costing us anything. But to take out from what you have and what you are struggling yourself and to give to somebody and say, be blessed. That costs you something. And that's what we are supposed to do. Let us us rise up and let us pray this prayer. That our loved ones and the body of Christ, that they will experience the glory of God. And that they will show forth that light to the lost. They will experience the glory of God, and they will show forth their life to the lost. Let us pray. For everyone that you have in your family, in the church, around you, your children, your spouse, Father, give us the grace that we will show forth the glory, Lord. Show forth the glory, Master. Father, we pray that this will never be lost, Father. In Jesus' name we pray, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. We're going to pray for tomorrow's service. We are going to pray very specially for the choir, for the man of God who is going to share the word of God, for the Friday school, for the ushers, for all the ministries, that God will be glorified in whatever they do. As even the usher stands, the presence of God will be glorified. As the choir ministers, the glory of God will be manifested. As the man of God shares the word of God the glory of God will be manifested. Let us pray. And for those who are going to come for the first time, you may not know them, but the spirit of God knows them. Let us lift them up into the throne room of grace. They may be hungry. They may be lost. They may be thirsty. They may be hurting, but they're coming to church. Let us pray for everyone in every need. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Daddy. Lord, we pray that tomorrow there will be a mighty move of your presence, Lord God. Father, in each ministry, Lord God, as each one take our places, Lord God, The Friday school teachers, the children, the ushers, the choir, the man of God, the messenger, the coordinator, Lord God, everybody. Father, show forth your glory tomorrow, Lord God, in a mighty way, in a mighty way. In Jesus' name we pray. Now those of you who have your personal list, you can take it out. Now is the time. And those of you, you do not have a personal list, you are not made, but you have a need a personal need. I want you to lift up my daughter, Ruth, who just called up and said that they found there was a a hole in her ear. And the doctor said that there must be a surgery. But I told my daughter, you will not have a surgery in Jesus' name. In faith, I told it. I believe that you will join me today. And you will pray for her also that surgery will not be a portion in Jesus' name. Plus, lift up your request. And uh, if you have your request, if somebody doesn't have one, hold the person's hand next to you and pray with that person. Let us pray. For your personal need, whatever be your need, just lift up your hand to God and say, God, this is my need. This is my need. I have prayed for the nation. I have prayed for the land. I prayed for the town. I prayed for my family. I prayed for the individuals. But now I pray for myself. Father, answer me. Answer me, Lord God. Maybe I'm going through financial difficulty, Lord God. Answer me, Father. Father, maybe my family is having trouble. Set it right, Daddy. Father, my job, there is going to be a lot of problems. No salary, very low salary. I'm struggling. I need so many things. Answer me, Lord God. Father, today will you answer us, Lord God, as each hand is lifted up to you. And each hand is going up to the throne room of grace. Father, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, we pray, Lord God, for the personal needs, financial needs, spiritual needs, and jobs. Father, we also lift up Ruth, Lord God, into your throne room of grace. We pray in agreement in the name of Jesus. By the stripes of Jesus, Ruth is healed, Lord God. Father, we say thank you for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. We have just crossed over to the new month. In the crossovering over of the month, we are going to pray for several needs. We are going to pray for a new beginning for us to take place for this month in Jesus' name. Number one, we're going to pray for new openings for us. Many doors have been closed, but you're going to call forth that there will be new openings for you in Jesus' name. You're going to pray for new blessings, not the old manna. Old manna is over. You're going to pray, Lord, I want new manna, new blessings to fall upon me. You're going to pray, God, I want your new favor. You have given favor unto me. Extend your favor, Lord God, unto me. I want you to pray. Lord, help me that we, as my family, we will have a close walk with you. Pray for new revelation of God's word. You're reading the word over and over again. Father, I want a revelation of your word. That which is hidden, open it out for me, Lord God. That which is hidden, let, it, let me see it, Lord God. Pray that this month you will not hear the sound of death. You will not hear the sound of sickness. You will not hear the sound of accident. You will not have any sorrow. This month will be a year of joy. This month will be a year of joy. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will do something new for us, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There are seven more blessings that I want you to pray for, for the month of September. You're going to pray that you will grow in Christ. Month of September, growth in Christ. Number two, Your finances will multiply in Jesus' name. Amen? Your health will improve in Jesus' name. Number two, number four, you're going to pray that you and your family will be blessed, extraordinary in Jesus' name. You're going to pray that you will never fall sick, you will never go to the hospital for any given reason in Jesus' name. You're going to pray that this month there will be no worries in you and your family in Jesus' name. You're going to pray that God will bless you in the month of September. Let us pray. All these seven blessings you're going to pray over here. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Daddy. The Lord, we pray that you will do it, Lord God. Father, we pray, Master, in the name of Jesus, that there will be a growth, Lord God. Father, we pray that this month will be a growth of finance, Lord God, of good health, Master, of families and our friends, Lord God. Father, we pray that worries will disappear. We pray, Lord God, you will bless us this month. In Jesus' name we pray.
2: Let's appreciate him, for that prayers. Thank him for all that he has done in this vigil night, for the spirit of prayer, for answers to our prayers. We thank you, Father. We bless your name. You have done all things where there is nothing you should have done that you haven't done. There is nothing that you have done that you haven't done. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' precious name, for everyone born this month of September shall be a month of blessing for you. In the name of Jesus. Particularly some fellows are here, the 24th of September is a special day for you. I pray, maybe it's your birthday, maybe it's wedding anniversary, I don't know what it is, but I hear in my spirit 24th of September and I can see that in God's word. From that day, there shall be a turnaround in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. It's going to be a great month. Because I know I hear God once in a while. And I have had God concerning September for me. But for you, it shall be a month of grace. A month of honor. A month of peace. All your expectations shall come with speed. In the name of Jesus, nothing shall fail in your hand, nothing shall fail in your life. Every expectation from the Lord shall come as desired in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone traveling this month, for whatever reason that you have to travel, it shall be a secure journey. You go in peace and return with testimonies. Every program of this church, today is 1st of September. Every service, every time we have cause to gather as TBOLF in home sale, in all our fellowship meetings, every Friday meeting, every prayer time, God's presence shall make the difference. Amen. Shall be a great month for you, Amen. shall be a great month for our children. Amen. In every area, it shall be a glorious month. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. Every word God has given to us shall come to pass. Shall come to pass. Shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Joshua chapter 21 verse 45. They failed not out of any good thing which the Lord had spoken unto the house of Israel. All came to pass. All came to pass. Never mind the first eight months. Believe God this ninth month. Everything shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Father, thank you. You go in your name and in your power. And as we return this Friday afternoon, this Friday 12 noon to worship. Lord, we pray that we shall be refreshed. Yes. We pray that your word become come with power. Yes. Pray that it shall be an encounter with destiny. Yes. Pray that everyone with a heavy heart that comes into that service shall receive a touch in the name of Jesus. Yes. As we partake of the communion, the flesh and the blood of Jesus, whatever cannot be found in his flesh and whatever cannot be found in his blood, paraventure. It is locking around us, they shall be flushed out in the name of Jesus. It shall be a communion of power, shall be an empowerment through the flesh and the blood, blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus Christ. This is the month that we will never forget in a hurry by reason of what God will do in our lives in the name of Jesus. Every day of this month shall move us closer to Jesus. We shall grow spiritually and in every area of our lives. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever. One minute, let's pray for everyone that God has used in this service, from the choir to everyone that led prayers, that the Lord will renew his grace upon their life. One minute, everyone that stood on the altar to pray, to lead worship, Lord, in this service, we pray for them that your grace, your strength, your unction shall be renewed upon their life. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. As we pray, the Lord will answer us. Go in peace and return with testimonies. Congratulate your neighbor, your prayers are answered.